This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, August 31st. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Freezing H-2A wages may have wide impact. Farm groups weigh size of farm bill pie and Korea concerned with Inflation Reduction Act. Freezing wage rate for H-2A workers could also affect domestic employees, according to ERS. Freezing the wage rate paid to farm workers in the U.S. under the H-2A program could, could encourage a faster expansion of the program and may reduce the wages of the U.S. domestic workers who account for 90% of average employment in U.S. crop farms that the Economic Research Service said in a report released on Tuesday. The Farm Workforce Modernization Act that passed the House in March of 21 proposed a freeze of the adverse effect wage rate for one year. ERS estimated that would reduce wage costs by $140 million a year for H-2A workers and $29 million a year for more than 50,000 U.S. domestic workers in corresponding employment on farms with H-2A workers who must be the paid the same AEWR. The report found that the farm labor contractor share of H-2A jobs has been increasing. FLCs accounted for 44% of H-2A jobs certified in FY 2020 and accounted for most H-2A jobs in Florida and California, ERS said. Many FLCs are large. Of the top 10 H-2A employers, six were FLCs. To expand or not to expand, farm groups weigh size of farm bill pie. The nation's corn and soybean groups want more money for the next farm bill. One grower leader says they have a key congressional ally on their side. Executive committee members of the American Soybean Association of the National Corn Growers Association told AgriPulse at this week's Farm Progress show that they're looking to make sure the bill has an adequate level of support in the face of rising costs for both producers and consumers. ASA President Brad Doyle said it probably is time to update and include new money, more stable money. The Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program will need additional funding as well, so we are definitely willing to support a larger investment into the Farm Bill. GT weighs in. Well, Harold Wally, uh, NCGA's first vice president, said the top Republican of the House Ag Committee, Pennsylvania's Glenn G.T. Thompson, told the group he could be open to the idea of increased funding. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak. After this, located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. South Korea has concerns over Inflation Reduction Act. It's not clear how upset South Korea is over a provision in the Inflation Reduction Act that would give tax credits for electric vehicles made in the U.S., 
But the office of the U.S. Trade Representative said yesterday the Asian country's concerns were being discussed. Deputy U.S. Trade Representative Sarah Bianchi met with South Korea's Deputy Trade Minister, and the two discussed Korea's concerns with elements of the IRA, the agency said in a readout of the meeting. The European Union has warned the U.S. that it believes the tax credits would break World Trade Organization rules. Donated Ukrainian grain wheat arrives in Africa. The Brave Commander, a ship carrying 23,300 metric tons of Ukrainian wheat, did arrive in port in Africa. That according to a statement released by the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken. The wheat donated uh, a donation paid for by the U.S. arranged by the United Nations World Food Program will be delivered to the needy throughout the drought-ravaged Ethiopia and Sudan. As a part of more than $68 million recently contributed by the United States to the World Food Program, this grain is among the first shipments of Ukrainian agriculture products exported from the Black Sea to reach some of the world's most food-insecure countries since the beginning of Russia's unjustified full-scale attack on Ukraine on February 24th, Blinken said. Labor Department announces funding to bolster worker rights in South America. The Labor Department is offering up to $12 million to fund a project promoting labor rights and supply chains in Brazil, Colombia, and Peru. The project will address the systematic violation of labor rights in Brazil, Colombia, and Peru, according to the funding announcement. In particular, it will strengthen unions and support the full and free exercise of freedom of associations and collective bargaining rights in the platform economy and in either the agriculture or manufacturing sectors in Brazil, the cut flowers and the mining sectors of Colombia, and the agricultural sector and either the mining or light industry sectors in Peru. The project will focus on underserved communities and seek to advance gender and racial equity, the department said. Senators urge EPA not to add RFS electrification pathway for biogas. A group of Democratic senators cautioning the Environmental Protection Agency against providing new electrification pathways under the renewable fuel standard for methane biogas from concentrated animal feeding operations amid the agency's reported interest in allowing power derived from renewable biomass to qualify for credits through the program. Five senators, including Cory Booker of New Jersey, Kirsten Gillibrand of New York, Bernie Sanders of Vermont, Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts, and Edward Markey of Massachusetts, sending a letter to EPA Administrator Michael Regan last Wednesday expressing concerns that allowing CAFO-produced biogas in the program could worsen pollution. Decarbonizing our transportation sector requires widespread adoption of electric vehicles paired with ambitious expansion of clean energy used to charge these EVs, they said in the letter. Linking EV initiatives with a new subsidy for dirty electricity from factory farming would be a massive step in the wrong direction, and we urge you not to provide any RFS electrification pathway for methane biogas from CAFOs. 
NRCS urged to fill agroforestry post. A number of conservation groups are calling on the Natural Resources Conference Service to fill the vacant position of natural agroforester. Within agriculture, agroforestry stands out as a largely untapped but key climate solution, the group say in a letter today to NRCS Chief Terry Cosby. Filling the post based in Lincoln, Nebraska, will help meet NRCS training needs and producer demand and ensure that NRCS conservation practice standards and payment scenarios are reflective of on-the-ground implementation of agroforestry. The letter goes on. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, August 31st. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.